Hey everyone, welcome to Hello Educator. My name is Asif and I am the host of the show. In this episode, you will be listening to the third and final part of the interview that we did with uh, Petri Lunoskorpi from Finland. If you have not listened to the previous episodes, you can check them in the show notes or you can simply scroll down to view the previous episodes. Now, back to the interview. So let's come back to the stuff that you're working on, uh, which is your area, main area of focus has been uh, in ICT and uh, e-learning. You've also worked yes. with different countries, especially in, uh, you know, Romania, uh, customs and different places apart from, uh, you know, uh, conventional school education system. So let's uh, yes. talk a little bit of the work that you are currently doing. So I'm, I'm working now as a, as a consultant for public bodies like like ministries and, and different kind of academies also in the in the business world because also the need for staff training has been increasing like like ex, or ex, explanation so so what what we have been developed is is this kind of social micro learning method which means that the people there's a research done by blueberry which says that normal working employer has only one percent of the weekly time for developing their skills and competency one percent it's it's four minutes per week or, or five minutes per week means different kind of learning materials and, and developing different kind of social micro courses where the employers and, and also other people can learn these things very in nutshell and, and also evaluate their learning. And this is also, on the other hand, the basis of teachers in service training. Teachers don't have free time for learning. They are working with the children all the time and, and these training sessions can't be very long for them because they don't have any any free time in in the world so that's what we have been developing and means that also the content has to be rephrased and and rewritten because you can't use the traditional training materials what you have been using you have to create everything from the scratch and uh, this is my expertise today main thing is that when when the organization like Romanian Customs or Minister, Academy of Ministry of Justice in uh, Croatia or the Academy of Human Resources in China okay. is that when they need to change the training processes from the traditional training to the e-training or I could say online training is that they need to rethink the training processes. So it can't be anymore that you travel to the central place where you get a couple of days training and then you go back because if you do that there is two days work waiting for every employer in the place and and most of the most of the employers are not not even traveling because they are afraid about this workload which is left behind mm -hmm. secondly the the possibility of, of learning is, is always the challenge and 
and that is very hard to understand in the in the organizations which have been not training the stu- uh, training the employees or or have done it uh, one day per year period but but the systems and and especially computer systems are changing and, and need ongoing updating of the skills and competencies and and that if you don't hang on there then you will get very expensive outcomes from from the system so the development process has to be so that it it's three points system so firstly you need to be insure, ensure that the that the staff also learn how to use those platforms and they also need to learn the new ways of learn so you need to teach the learning new learning skills to the staff during the courses secondly the courses and the platform need to be trained and thirdly you need to create those contents which are most beneficial on doing online training you can't put everything online you have to make very very good plans and, and selection of the of the content creation and, and writing of the courses so it's quite challenging to implement these things it's it's normally takes about six to nine months to change the change the system so you can't do it very fast because you have to build the whole uh, background and support and uh, evaluation system mm-hmm. inside the organization in the e-learning course itself you were uh, talking a bit of the psychology of people actions uh, triangle so tell us what it is and uh, where uh, you know it is uh, getting implemented and a uh, little uh, details around that okay the e-learning systems live now in the could say that there are fifth generation the first generation of of e-learning materials was that that every teacher was just uploading the powerpoints and documents in the server and, and said to the students okay go and read those documents from the server and, and it had didn't have anything to do with the with e-learning it was just using the the computers as a repository then the second generation was when when the interaction came with the platform so you could could send uh, messages in the system you could create some groups and and you could make some tests also to the system and and, and it very uh, fast from that stage the platforms did uh, grow or develop to the third level when we got this kind of uh, overwhelm of different kind of uh, tools and and communication methods and things so the content really was uh, could say lost in the in the world of of e and otherwise the student was forgotten in the system so it was more like like uh, making people to do plenty with their computers but there wasn't any any data collection for example or or evaluation tools mm-hmm. which ought to be so the fourth generation was this kind of more and more student centered 
point of view to the platform. So individual student outcomes and evaluation tools were implemented in the system. And now we are living this fifth generation where the where in the platform the individual uh, students are also helped and supported with the learning data analysis which means that that also the user data so how long and what what the students have been doing is also combined with the with the information that how the students have been achieving the goals and and what kind of materials they have been using to achieve those goals so it's it, are, are the materials more suitable for individual students if they are video materials or auditive materials or kinetic materials so the students today they can recommend to student or they can acknowledge what are the best strategies for the students and, and they can recommend what kind of materials the students ought to use to support or get the, the best best results in their learning in one of the uh, videos i i had seen that you were uh, uh, talking about a pyramid where you say the top of the pyramid is action and then it yes. uh, goes down to practice and then it goes on to basic curriculum and then value attitudes uh, so it had okay. to be uh, handled differently we were talking about that so can you tell us a little bit uh, around that okay the 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 school school's purpose from the old from the old ages to do today is is the give to the students uni- unique attitude and values of the society and and it's very important that when you are building the system it's like a pyramid where on the bottom there are these uh, values and and uh, attitudes which then are shown uh, like uh, action or some rules like curriculum which gives you the rules and then you see the action how this curriculum is is executed and uh, if you want to change those attitudes and values you have to turn this pyramid upside down so the white bottom is in the top so you need to do as much action as possible so that means that you we are always saying that let all all the flowers flourish and then you choose the best methods which suits to the to the system and create the rules out of them so you put them into the curriculum so you write them so that they will be true and when you have written them down as a rules how these how this work ought to be done then they start to change the values and attitude of the whole society okay on a lighter note when you had come to india uh, i i saw one of the pictures where you were wearing a turban so how was that okay, experience yes. <laughs> how was that experience <laughs> oh, the, i have had plenty of different 
different kind of uh, kind of experiences in India, and mm-hmm. uh, I think they are they are very say enriching my my life and and giving me plenty of of uh, excellent and and very warm memories. So I appreciate a lot of this welcoming to these these Indian schools and and having all these ceremonies uh, because it's totally different from our culture, for example. I have been very honored to be visiting more than 20 schools and and finding out that you also have different schools and and very good teachers and, and people who are very committed with their work and you have these great traditions of 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 uh, welcoming visitors and, and and making them to feel as happy as they can when they arrive to your schools i'm glad that you know you had a wonderful visit to uh, india and i welcome you once again uh, to india maybe you can come over we all can catch up sometime at coimbatore okay thank you i i appreciate to visit also your place and many other places you are uh, running a company right it's called didac yes yeah do you think entrepreneurship approach and education are interrelated of course of course the the world where we ought to be training our our young ones is very much uh, self entrepreneurship uh, based so what we we said said we got this new curriculum uh, subjects which the first one is the entrepreneurship we start to teach uh, the entrepreneurship in in the first grade mm-hmm. but we are not doing business plans because uh, in the it's more attitude than business plans in the be- primary school and secondary school but it's also also the key thing what is in the finnish education is that that uh, we have been always concentrated our work so that the children are trained to take responsibility of their own learning and that is supported with this this uh, as mentioned this this uh, evaluation process where we don't get give grades but we support every individual child but they need to take the responsibility not the not the teacher not the mothers or fathers everybody is trained that way and that is the first step for entrepreneurship but in the end of the day everybody don't have to be an entrepreneur but if they have the attitude it will benefit the companies which will employ these these young ones because they have this self entrepreneurship uh, attitude so they will do the best work what they can everywhere completely agree with you and i think taking responsibility for their actions is uh, something you know every every child needs to learn uh, you know from a very uh, young age yeah, i really and, admire and one 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 big thing is which is different in in our system because our teaching we also teach to the children that a mistake is a gift so we let the children to make mistakes 
because when you make a mistake, you learn 10 times more than getting the things right for the first time. And that is very important in the, in the, could say, the changing world, what is happening outside the school walls. The world is changing so fast that nobody can know all the right answers. So you need to learn to make mistakes and enjoy of those mistakes because that's a gift. Uh, this is something I ask, uh, you know, all of the educators that I uh, uh, interview. Okay. What, what does education mean to you? What do you think education is? Education is is uh, okay. We have to have to divide education and, and basic education. So, because basic education, in my mind, in in primary and secondary school, is learning to learn. And, and after learning the learning skills you will need in, in your adulthood, mm-hmm. you can start talking about educating and ed- education and educating yourself. And uh, education is the key to the world. Today, like we are talking through what's up, it's, it's, uh, the world has become a small village. So it's it's like like sitting sitting to the next chair with you. So these are the skills what didn't except ex, uh, didn't exist in the 80s when I was trained as a, as a teacher. So I have had to educate myself quite a lot of this kind of uh, intercultural skills and, and and technical skills and understanding. And, and change my attitude in many phases, and that's the education. How you can uh, implement yourself in the in the world and find your place and be happy. In the Indian education system, if I, if we compare with the uh, Finland education system, I think uh, a lot of uh, people in your country uh, want to get into the academics part. It's been for a really long time. Uh, but in India, it is not so. It has not been like that earlier. But uh, nowadays, uh, you know, all the young people want to uh, get into the academics and, you know, want to influence certain things and evolve our education system. For the young budding educators, uh, what sort of advice you would like to uh, give? When the people are coming to the educational field without training, so pedagogical training, they are just copying their own history and as I said the worst thing what can happen is that every teacher will teach like they they have learned so they need to be trained with the modern methods so that they can train the new generation for the future for in India so it's it's also change for the for the teacher training system and contents in teacher training the most challenge is that you also need to train the teachers who already are doing the work. It's, it's something like like uh, 92% of teachers already have a, a, a job in a school. The 8% are these new newcomers. Even if you train these new teachers well for the future future world, they can't do any change because 98% of the teachers or 92% of the teachers are still doing the traditional way. 
So that is the challenge what we have been tackling here in Finland, because we have the similar kind of structure of, of teachers that, that, that there are these old professionals who have been doing the work more than 10 years, maybe 20 years, and, and how to change their methods so that they can be then developed. On the other hand, if the curriculum doesn't develop, it's, it doesn't matter what kind of methods you are using, if the content of the curriculum is the same that when you were in the school. That is the worst case scenario is, is that even if you try to implement new methods, you still have the, could say, the traditional curriculum which doesn't fit to the world, existing world outside the schools. Great. Okay. Tell us a, a little bit about your uh, company, uh, Didac. Uh, what do you do? Mostly, mostly I do this, this in-service training and, and e-training development in different uh, areas, so public and private areas. So with companies, with public bodies and, and, and also individual teachers. Is that open globally? Yes. We just announced a new services which is called Mobile Academy, which is uh, containing most of my my trainings as a, as a online courses, which can be taken from the academy. This this whole platform will be open in the in the later say in the end of end of March, and then there will be be training uh, courses for teachers, headmasters, school leaders, uh, how to start developing the, uh, their competencies and skills in all the areas. So from, from the curriculum development to the personal uh, work methods in the classroom. So if I have to be a part of that course, what should I do? So you, you go to web page mobileacademy.com then you can start uh, selecting the courses and, and uh, if you want to take a course there are free courses and also courses with a small fee you just pay with your credit card and, and, and then you are in the course and, and you can start doing the work Petri, it was uh, fantastic talking to you and uh, thank you so much for accepting to do this uh, interview with us. It was a pleasure having you. I extend a warm welcome to you to India again. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. And it has been my pleasure to answer your questions. And, and it has been very, very convenient, okay. convenient uh, discussion. So thank you very much for this opportunity. That was Petri Lenoskorpi, a pedagogical expert from Finland. I hope you liked this episode. We're just trying out this 20-minute uh, format. Uh, do let us know your feedback on this episode and the new format as well. You can let us know in the comments or Reddit or through any other medium. If you prefer to send a pigeon, that is fine too. That's it for today's show. Happy Sunday. Bye-bye.